Welcome to the Pastor's Table. I'm Pastor Jason. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about overcoming disappointment. Some people can find themselves in a place where they've had an expectation that God would do something, and for whatever reason, it doesn't happen the way that they expect, and can become disappointed in God. But today we're going to be talking about how to overcome that disappointment, and how we can see that God will never, ever let us down. Hi, welcome to the Pastor's Table. We've been talking about expectation in God, and we're, today we're going to start in Ephesians 3, verse 20. And I'm going to read that in the Amplified Bible because it really paints a picture of what God wants to do in our life. And it says, Now to him, that's God, who, by in, or in consequence of, the action of his power that is at work within us, that's you and me, everybody sitting at this table, everybody watching here, that's us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. That is an amazing picture of how God wants to move in our life. But the question is, what if that doesn't seem to be your experience with God? Mm. What do you do when... You know this verse, but it's not happening in your life. What do you do? You know, there's, that's probably one of those things that we don't talk about a whole lot yeah. in church, particularly, is when we've had certain expectations that God would do this or this would change, and either it's a long time coming or it just doesn't seem to happen, or there was a situation um, that was... We we're in the middle of it. It did not turn out the way that we were expecting it to turn out. Mm -hmm. So the question is, how do we deal with that? Because um, I tend to think that that happens actually fairly regularly. Mm -hmm. And I think part of what we do or what I've seen Christians do, what I've done in the past is you kind of you put it away for a little while. Um, maybe you're feeling a little like, I don't know why that didn't work out the way I was expecting it to. And you're maybe not feeling too great about it, but I'm going to go to church on Sunday and then you hear something and it makes you feel a little bit better and you kind of just forget about it and go, well, I'm not really sure now, but, you know. And sometimes people add little things in there in their logic and they say, well, God knows best, as if that situation was God's plan all or along. Or God is in control. Or God is yeah. in control. Mm -hmm. And they, they come up with things like that to alleviate uh, to fill in the blank, to fill in, I don't have an answer for why this didn't go the way I was expecting it to. Mm -hmm. So I'll fill that blank in with, you know, it must be the will of the Lord or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of people in that situation. So the next time that it comes up, um, they're a little less likely to be expecting a result. Mm -hmm. You know, you can easily talk about that in terms of healing. If someone's been dealing with something and it's a troubling uh, physical issue and they go for prayer, for healing. And let's say they don't see any change in their body right away. Mm -hmm. And then they go, I don't know what happened. I was so sure, but just, no, here it is again. And then they go up for prayer another time or an evangelist comes into town. And so now they're going to the, well, this person's got a, a great healing ministry. I'm going to go see them. And mm -hmm. sometimes that can go on and on and on. And after a while w with certain people, there's an attitude that will develop. It's like, well, 
I don't really know when God will heal me, if he will heal me. Um, you know, and since so someone will start talking about healing, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, well, you know. And now there's a resistance mm -hmm. to the Word of God concerning healing. Mm -hmm. Because, well, I've tried to get healed so many times, and now I haven't been, and... Right? Mm -hmm. and, but these are very, very real situations real. that people Absolutely. deal with on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So what kind of answers does the Bible have? Because I'm sure that it does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say about that? What mm -hmm. kind of answers do we have for, question, for people that are in that kind of scenario? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, uh, I've been at my current job for five years, and I've been extremely blessed at my current job. But before that, I, um, my previous job, I was laid off. Um, November 1st of 2014 and so and they wanted me to work for a month and then um, for December I was out of work as of December 1st basically and they paid me a few extra couple of weeks and stuff so I went on EI and then I got this job in the middle of January I thought oh great you know got a new job and I went to this job well oh my word it was awful it, um, I lasted there two months and they fired me. And um, it was then uh, a year and a bit after that before I got my, this job that I'm at in May of 2016. Yeah, so 14, uh, no, May, May of 2015. And um, I, knew, I knew at this point, I, I had a good indication of, you know, God wants to help me. God wants to, to but wants to um, provide for me, provide for my family. But I just, I wasn't getting interviews. I wasn't, I was, I was up at 6.30 every morning looking at the, and being the first one to get my resume into the jobs and working with, um, with uh, uh, headhunters and stuff like that and getting my resume all changed and, and nothing and nothing and nothing and there were some times where that was really difficult because I'm supposed to be providing for my family and um, I got to the point actually where um, EI ran out it finished it was done they because they deemed that I'd gone on EI before I got the job in the January of 2015 uh, um, 2000 and uh, whenever it was in the January but it was only two months long, and so they, uh, CRA deemed that I was on the same EI claim, and so they just continued my CI, EI claim. And so I ran out of EI, had no income whatsoever. And um, I, uh, when I look back on it now, I see how the Lord kept me, kept Heather and I and our kids, and um, he had that perfect job for me, where, like I said, I have been really blessed to be at this job, not only financially, but I'm able to openly talk freely about my faith in, in God, and and um, you know it, it's 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 given me opportunities and stuff like that. And one of the things that really helped me through that is that um, a tiny, tiny scripture in the Gospels where it says, "Heaven and earth will pass away." but my word will never pass away. Mm. His word is true, regardless of whatever is right in front of you at that moment. His word is more true than that situation. His word that he was gonna take care of me, you know, Matthew 6, um, 
is one of my favorite chapters of, of the entire Bible where it talks about, you know, if I'm taking care of the birds of the air, how much more am I going to take care of you? If mm -hmm. I'm dressed in the lilies of the field, how much more am I going to take care of you? Seek ye first my kingdom and, and my righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And it, that became so real to me that, you know what, he's going to take care of me because it says that heaven and earth are going to pass away, but my word will not pass away. Mm -hmm. And I had to stand on that truth. I didn't look, I, I couldn't look, and I couldn't look, and I didn't look at what was happening in front of me, in front of my face. I kept talking the word of God over my life and trusting in that. And yeah, there were times where it was tough and I needed to talk to people and I needed encouragement from, from other believers that to help to help me through that. And, um, you know, it, there was lots of things going on. And, um, but it was the Word of God that kept me. I just kept coming back, no, this is true. And Amen. I have to talk mm -hmm. to myself. This mm -hmm. is true. No, yes. this is true. Yes. This is what yeah. the truth is. Talk Nina. to yourself. Yeah, yeah definitely. Amen. Time can be a big hiccup um, <laughs> <laughs> with expectation. And the thing is, is, I, you know, I've, I've waited for so long for Believing Light for the jo my job and then my husband and the perfect job and, the, and, and my perfect husband <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and other things that are coming along. And I had to set myself to um, not let time drag me down. And, uh, yeah. and yeah. that's why, I mean, when people, you know, when I speak of Jeremiah 20 and 9, 11, it comes from a place where th those words kept me. Yeah. Because I knew that that was a promise for me, that mm. there was an expected end, mm. that I could have hope and I could expect that God would keep his word to me. Mm -hmm. And 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 just keeping that as a reminder that's and, and that is he has a good plan for me. Part of the, part of that plan includes my job. Part of that plan includes a, a husband. Part of that plan includes, you know, the all these different things that I'm hoping for and expecting for and you know and and uh and it's just a reminder to me. And so when I or someone's sharing scriptures, those are people's anchors mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to keep expectation and hope alive. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I often, uh, when I'm preaching or talking, I talk a lot about a hearing ear because that's what changed my life. Most people, they've heard bits and pieces of my testimony with healing, but it very much lines up with the delay mm. response. <laughs> and 1982 was when I had the motorcycle accident. Before I was healed, I had cancer, and then I had gallstones, uh, partly due to all the medicines and stuff that they put me on. I was in extreme pain. They said I had accelerated degenerative disc disease. And in the middle of this, I carried two children, which was very difficult and now I had cancer and uh, it, it, life was not going quite right mm -hmm. I was reading the word I was praying I had people lay hands on me and all kinds of people that I didn't want to lay hands on me laid hands on me <laughs> and <laughs> you know how that goes I began to listen to Norval Hayes and I listened to the, the back then we had cassette tapes so you know you put them in the machine and they just kind of go around and around and around <laughs> And I did that, and, and I still, but it was the Word of God. When I went back, I realized that in my life, I'd had so much of the fill-ins. 
that my life had become a fill-in. I had that, well, it's a mystery. Well, it's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the work of God. It's my journey. Plan, it's my challenge. You. He's yeah. teaching when me. he's ready, he'll yeah, know yeah. Well, yeah, we're working on God because God has another plan. And, and I'm learning to suffer in grace or something <laughs> like this. So I had all those wise people come to encourage me yeah. <laughs> while I was, you know, shrieking in pain. And it was terrible. I, I remember holding one of my babies. I was in so much pain. I, I couldn't sit up and hold her. And I would shake and, and my hands would sweat because the pain in my back was so bad I couldn't sit up. And, and, and just I would sweat from, from the pain. And I'm like, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? But I didn't have a hearing ear. When the word was preached, I couldn't hear it. Not because I was in pain, because I was filled with junk. Mm -hmm. yeah. And spiritual junk food. Mm -hmm. yep. uh, of, of things on people's walls, you know, we have them on, mm -hmm. and, and social media is filled with spiritual junk food. Mm -hmm. Nice little sayings that mean nothing and nobody ever thinks about them and they don't take them or live them. The Word is alive. Amen. And it wants to live in me and it wants to live in you. Mm. But it won't live until it's broken open. And one of those days, how often have I talked about Luke 24 and the men of the road to Emmaus and when they broke the bread, the word mm -hmm. came open. I've, I've talked about that one inside, outside, upside down, just like you've talked about Jeremiah 29, 11 and Mark chapter four. But it was, it was actually Psalm 107 that finally, it was like, I prayed those things. God, I need that experience of the two of the road to Emmaus. I need the word broken open. And, and I, I knew Psalm 107, you know, in verse 20, and, mm -hmm. and, and all of a sudden it was like, I need a deliverance of my destructions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm the Lord that heals thee and delivers thee out of the destructions. And I realized that those, that spiritual junk food, it was destructive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it caused my ear not to be able to hear when healing was spoken. Mm -hmm. And when those things began to wash out of me, and I'm the washing of the water of the word, the more I read it, the more it washed me. And it washed the spirit. And I began to eat better food. Yeah. I was taking my broccoli of the word. <laughs> <laughs> I like broccoli, but, you know, not so much Brussels sprout. I love asparagus. So a lot of people don't like your greens, but eat your greens. It'll help you. <laughs> eat your spiritual greens. Absolutely. And I began to have, and I prayed over my ears. Partly that was Norval Hayes and some of his tapes. He talked about those things. And I began to pray over my ears that they would be hearing. And as I heard, I was like, oh, why did I believe that? Mm -hmm. But it began to mm -hmm. wash out disappointment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, if one more person laid hands on me and told me to get up and walk, oh, dear Lord. Mm -hmm. I even did that once. <laughs> kind of embarrassing, but it's the truth. Some people came to the door looking for money, and they had a little card, and, 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 and they came up to my door, and they wanted something for some handicapped society and they come up to the door and I didn't have silver or gold and I said I don't have that but I'll pray for you and they went running down my block and <laughs> that's not what they wanted um, yeah. but don't use scripture like that <laughs> it won't do anything you know sometimes in our excitement we say oh take up your bed and walk but we didn't really have faith for that we're hoping the guy in the bed did yeah. but that's again it comes back to the hearing ear and, and that's what worked for me. That's what worked for me, Pastor. Yeah. Mm. I, I found for me, I, it, long, this is, means a long span of time in my life. That's what that just <laughs> 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 yes, I understand that. So, I was 33 when that whole <laughs> trip finished. So that was 11 years. No, I, I, for me, I, somewhere along the line, I knew that God was not at fault. Yeah. Right? I knew that wasn't His problem. And that, so I wasn't really disappointed with Him in the way of, 
uh, you let me down. I was expecting this and you didn't come through. And I didn't really think in terms of that. But I had, for me, I had the opposite where I was like, I must have done something wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm no. not, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm missing something mm-hmm. here. I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the disappointment I it would experience I'd immediately attribute to, I must have missed it somehow. I must mm-hmm. have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it is, so I better go find out, but I must have done something wrong. And unfortunately, it, uh, it took me, well, it didn't take me, it took the Lord helping me, <laughs> <laughs> for me to see that All a lot of, of my believing was centered around what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I do this, then God will do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if God didn't do that, I must have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. I must have missed it. I must have not... And it's taken years, actually, for him to, to show, well, you're still thinking like that, or let's yeah, make an adjustment yeah. here, into a place where it's, you know, I don't de- I'm not depending on whether I've got all my confessions in line. Mm-hmm. I'm not depending on whether or not, I'm, I, I'm, am I thinking the right stuff? Am I grabbing a hold of the Word? Am I doing all the faith things I know to do in order to get a result? I found myself getting very disappointed that way mm-hmm. because my confidence wasn't really in God. It was in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Ah, Did I do it yeah, right? Yeah. Did I say it right? That's Did I get it right? Because mm-hmm. so if I got it right, then I should get a, an answer, a result. Mm-hmm. And so when the result didn't come, I'm questioning myself over and over and over. That's not good for your faith, by the way. No. <laughs> That's really not. And so over the over a period of time, just him speaking to my heart and in fellowship with him and little bits of revelation that would come through in in hearing his word and just over I began to see more and more clearly you know I can actually rely on him personally yeah Mm-hmm. I, the reason why God's word is God's word is because God said it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I know that sounds funny to say that, but really sometimes we say, well, the word of God as if it's it's a thing out there. Mm-hmm like a rule. And what makes it what it is, is that God said that. Yeah. So I can rely on Him mm-hmm. who said that. Yeah. And that really helped me a lot. I know it sounds very simple. How is, how is that? Because it made me realize that at the end of the day, I can't rely on what I do. Mm-hmm. I can't rely on my good works. I can't rely on what I think or how I understand something. I can't rely on whether I'm doing all this stuff right or not. I can only rely on one thing, and that thing is not a thing, it's a person. Yeah. I can rely on Him and Him alone. Yeah. And for me, that really just, just shifted a lot of things in my heart and in my thinking to help me in a lot of other areas. And so it's no longer a matter of being disappointed if I don't see the result right away. Mm-hmm. Because I know if I don't see the result right away, I know that doesn't change God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't change His Word. And because those things don't change, him and his word, mm-hmm. that uh, it's, it, it will happen, it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I'm not concerned about making it happen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can trust him to make it happen mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah. And I think we want people to know, don't feel embarrassed if you felt disappointed. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's a great help. Yeah. To yeah. be able to have someone you can trust. It, in the middle of my situation, I ended up dumping my feelings to my unsaved doctor. You know, I was so frustrated one day and I just kind of poured out my heart. That was the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I trust the people who God placed in my life? Mm -hmm. So I finally, I realized afterwards that wasn't it. So I went and talked to my pastor. And I said, you know, it's been a long time. I've been standing on the word. Well, the best I knew. 
But 11 years is a long time to wait for healing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of you have waited that long. Maybe you're still waiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't feel embarrassed. Talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You're not to carry that. We're, we're supposed to walk together in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we're not, we're not going to shame you. <laughs> we're not going to blame you. We're going to stand with you and encourage you. The Word is here to do that, to build us up. We've all had to find that place of faith. Mm-hmm. And you can too, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. Pastor. Well, we should close in a, in a verse here in Romans 10. And the Bible says in Romans 10, 11, and it repeats itself, the Scripture says, No man who believes in Him, referring to Jesus, will ever be put to shame or be disappointed. Yeah. Amen. 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 Blessed.